0: Creating videos all by yourself can be really overwhelming. I mean, think about it. When you watch a movie and there's all those credits at the end, That's who you are when you're creating videos all by yourself. And in today's episode, Sean's going to be breaking down his 10 step checklist for making amazing YouTube videos. My name is Heather Torres and I am your host of the Think Marketing podcast. If you're new here, welcome. We release a brand new episode every single Tuesday. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you're consuming this content from. Now, today's episode is power packed. Sean is going to be walking through the 10 step checklist that you can use on your next YouTube video. Here's what's great. This is the same checklist that we are still using here at Think from going from solo creator into having interns and help, and now into a full-blown media company. This is the exact checklist that we give to our students of our Video Ranking Academy, and we're sharing it with you here on the podcast. And I wanna let you know before we get into this episode that we now have open registration for our next YouTube influence challenge. This is a seven day challenge to help you jumpstart your YouTube channel right this year. So I'll give you more info at the end of this episode. Let's get into today's content.
1: Hey, Sean Cannell here, and I'm fired up to share my 10-step YouTube checklist with you. And first, three powerful strategies to help you stay productive, stay consistent on YouTube, publishing videos, and also do it with more peace of mind. Listen, I've posted over 2,000 videos on YouTube for years. I've tried to be consistent on YouTube as the shooter, the editor, solo creator, probably just like you, and it can be really overwhelming. And so this checklist has helped me not just get things done and make sure I don't miss a step, but also reduce my stress in the process. And so here's three big strategies that I think are key for staying consistent on YouTube when you're trying to juggle family, school, work, kids, a life, sleep, all these other types of things. And strategy number one, and then we'll get into the 10-step checklist, is batching, batch producing. Now, this is not a new concept, but maybe you're hearing about it for the first time on the Think Marketing Podcast. And this is the clustering of similar Tasks. In this case, we like to shoot multiple videos all at once. To give you an example, at the time of recording this very Think Marketing podcast, we are actually going to record probably six or seven episodes all in one day, but you don't have to go to that level. You may just wanna shoot two videos at once instead of just one. That's gonna help you get ahead. Eventually, you may feel comfortable recording four videos on a Saturday morning, and then you've got a video a week for an entire month. The idea is not just setting up your camera, setting up the lights, getting a, taking a shower that day, getting you know your microphone and your batteries charged and everything just to shoot one video, If you're going to batch and cluster similar tasks, take all of that energy and invest it in shooting as many videos as possible. And when I think years back when I was a solo creator and I would oftentimes try to shoot two to three to if possible four videos all in one cluster. I would go to the loft in my house, set up my tripod, set up my camera. I would print out all my notes and uh, put them, you might use an iPad or your phone, and I would shoot one video after another video after another video. I'd have all of that content on the SD card and then it's ready for editing after batching. The second big strategy is block time. Blocking time on your schedule ahead of time to create a batch of videos. This might be saying that this coming Saturday from 9 to noon, you're it's it's video shoot time. You're gonna record all those videos all at once. For the recording of this series of episodes on the Think Marketing podcast, this has been on my calendar for over a month. So looking ahead at when is the next time you're gonna shoot some videos now you also might want to block time for editing maybe one week you shoot three videos all on a saturday morning and then maybe it's two weeks later on a thursday evening where you're going to upload all those videos to your computer drop them all in the timeline of your editing software whatever your process is or just edit them on your phone you're blocking time on your calendar to get similar tasks done and the other powerful thing about block time is it's also focusing your energy you know, if your energy goes to a little bit of editing, and I, you know, I'm a new dad, so I, I at the time of recording this, my son, Sean Bradley Cannell's about eight weeks old, and um, I definitely understand that when I have to do daddy duties and try to be productive at work, my, my focus is split, my energy is split. So it's a blessing when Sonia can focusly take Sean Bradley so I can put all my energy into whatever, whatever I uh, need to get done. Conversely. When I take Sean Bradley now, Sonia loses her mind. She's like, I'm so productive. Just the fact you took him for two hours, I was able to get so many things done because my focus wasn't split. Think about block time, communicate with your family, communicate with those around you. Get help from a sister, from a mom, from a friend and put some block time where you can not just be fully present with your time but also with your mind and your energy. And then number three is get help. Get help. You wanna have a more productive shoot day? I have been through countless shoot days where it's just been me in the room, right? I got my camera set up. Feels pretty lonely. I'm talking to the lens and you're like, there's nobody here. There's nobody there to even just keep you on track. And that can be challenging. So when possible, try to get a shoot day assistant. And before you say, Sean, I don't have any money to hire anybody. This could look a lot of different ways. It could be again, somebody that just wants to kind of learn the ropes and volunteer to just make sure that the red button stays on on the camera and it's actually recording. Somebody with headphones on, someone that is a cousin, a brother, a friend, or maybe you already are a business owner and it's somebody that can just jump in to be present in the room with you. Again, it could be a spouse. It's very powerful to have a shoot day assistant. For me, in the early days of Think Media, as I was transitioning out of being a, in the side hustle season into the solo solopreneur season, where it was really just me, earning enough to be full-time, but not with anybody really paid beyond some contractors here and there, I went to a local Las Vegas meetup because I was looking for help, and I met a guy named Jay, and he said, hey, I actually saw Think Media. We had about 16,000 subscribers then, and I saw that you go to NAB here in the city, I would love to maybe go help, because he wanted to go to NAB. He wanted to kind of hang out. He wanted to learn some things, and so he was actually a volunteer for a couple months, and I finally had like a shoot day assistant, and he was learning, and we were getting into the flow of things. Eventually, I started paying him um, kind of part-time or just a low amount of kind of internship money, and then eventually it, it grew into just his normal rate, and we worked together for a season. Think about how you could scale into having a shoot day assistant, if anything. I've learned the power of accountability. If somebody if, is gonna have to actually be there waiting for you at 9 a.m. on Saturday during your shoot day batch and your shoot day block time, it's a whole nother level, because now you have a person that's on the other side that's actually you know holding you accountable in a way. There's just something powerful about having somebody else in the room, if possible. And so those are the three big strategies. But now, let's get into the checklist. Number one, 10 tips for making sure your next YouTube shoot day goes awesome. Number one, think about, we're gonna go through the AVL, the audio, video, and lighting. We're gonna start with video, number one is video. Um, Before your shoot day if possible, get all your gear ready and even get it set up before your shoot day. For this, think marketing podcast recording, the gear was set up the day before, not even the morning of or even right before the shoot. And here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about, is your camera good to go? Do you have SD cards ready and are they cleaned off and formatted? Do you have your batteries charged and maybe even extra batteries for your shoot day? And do you have all the little pieces and parts that you're going to need for your shoot day? You know, I've learned this the hard way. I have oftentimes thought, okay, I'm going to block time, get started creating content at 10 a.m., And then 10 a.m. rolls around and I'm like, where is that little tripod screw? And then I'm like, oh shoot, the battery's dead. Now I need to wait a couple hours before I can even turn my camera on. And then I'll be like, oh shoot, the SD card is full but I haven't captured this footage yet so I need to actually sit in front of my computer, make sure the footage is captured. My friend, if possible, get all of the assets that are going to be recording your video content ready the day before your shoot day and you're gonna feel better for it. Number two, audio. Do you have your microphones ready? Do you have batteries for your microphones if needed? Some shotgun mics I use use nine volt batteries. Some use AA batteries. Many today are either not powered or they're powered by, uh, they're rechargeable. Make sure they're charged up. But oftentimes, when I've used like nine volt batteries, if the mic's been dead, I didn't have another nine volt battery sitting around. Now you gotta drive to the store or potentially wait a couple days to have some batteries shipped from Amazon to your house. The same thinking, number one's video, number two is audio. Do you have your mic ready? Do you have your audio set up? And then number three is lighting. Again, can you set it up a day ahead? You got your light stand, you got your softbox lights, whatever it is you need. In the description, we'll link to some resources because if you're not watching Think Media for the best video, audio, lighting, and even stabilization resources, we've got all our current recommendations for every budget on our Think Media YouTube channel. So definitely check that out. And then number four is the set. If you can set up your set ahead of time, then your shoot is gonna be better for it. This is maybe an area of your house that you keep clean. This is maybe an area of your house where you, you figured out, yes, it's lit, you've put some stuff up on the wall, it's the place where you shoot. Space might be limited. You may not have a place where you can have the set set up all the time, so set it up ahead of time. If possible, eventually dream about how you could build a permanent set somewhere so that it's easier for you to create content. That's number four. Number five is your wardrobe. And a tip here is just the ability to rotate layers of, um, of your outfit so that if you shoot multiple videos in a batch, you could potentially have, say, four outfit changes. Now, this is totally up to you. If you wanna wear the same thing, cool. If you want there to be variety in your videos, great. You know, if you're a female, maybe you have different wardrobe changes that you want to make that are more dynamic. For me, I like to keep it simple, and I like to do layers. Today, for the recording of this very Think Marketing podcast, if you are just listening on audio, I'm wearing a mint green T-shirt and I brought a couple different jackets. In fact, I'm gonna wear a black jean jacket, a gray jean jacket, a blue green jacket, jean jacket, and then just no jacket. And there's my four wardrobe changes, boom. Switching them out one by one. I've been doing this for a few years. I've actually purposefully buy clothing for video since also if you're only listening on audio, this is only waist up. So a lot of it just has to do, I don't even have pants on, just kidding. And so number five though is wardrobe. Set that out ahead of time. And I know there's been days where I've, you know, thought I was gonna wear a certain shirt and then realized the thing is wrinkled as heck. Now it needs to be ironed. You know, you're just thinking ahead and trying to remove any friction. And so if your wardrobe is set, out, set up ahead of time, you'll be good to go. Number six, your video outline. To me, this is bullet points and critical call to actions. Now, I don't really read off a teleprompter unless we're creating a sales video for an online course or a program or something that's more detailed like that. Typically, I go off an outline. The Think Media team, typically goes off an outline and has, right now I've got an iPad in front of me and I've got Google Docs open and all of our Think Marketing podcasts are outlined right here. I've got my three strategies, one, two, three. I've got my checklist, my 10 points all outlined and that's what I'm using to go through this content today. I think not only do you wanna have a strong video outline prepared ahead of time, but if you're gonna batch produce, this is critical. So maybe you've got your three videos outlined. What's the title? What's the kind of opening hook? What's gonna kind of be the grabbing, opening idea that would make people want to watch or listen to the end? What are the points that you wanna hit? What do you want people to do next on this Think Marketing podcast episode? You're hearing from Heather. She's, got, she's actually covering the hook. She's covering today's call to action. We say this episode's brought to you by. She's hitting all of those things. I'm focusing on the core content and it was all outlined ahead of time. And here's a big key, for me, this almost needs to be a different day. I can pull it off if I do it like the morning of, like a couple hours, and I know I'm gonna shoot later in the day, but I've noticed it's almost like two different sides of the brain for me, where sitting down, thinking about what I'm gonna say in the video is one set of block time, one session, and then actually delivering the content on camera is a second kind of side of the brain, and so I like to have, if possible, all of that outlined. And one power tip beyond that is I've found that if you wanna level up your content, finish your outline and then let it breathe. I've found that if I don't do things last minute and then just kind of rush and prepare my points, but if I get my points done and then I go for a run, sleep on it, think about it in the shower later, you know, watch some YouTube videos, watch the news. Maybe an illustration pops up. Maybe a tweak pops up. Maybe something I think actually didn't really make sense. That was a very strong point. I find that if you let your content breathe before you record, it actually gives you the opportunity to make your content stronger. So we talked about number one, video. Number two, get your audio set up. Number three, get your lighting right. Number four, get your set set up. Number five, get your wardrobe laid out for your batch shooting block time Day Number six, get your video outline. And number seven, shoot the video. So now you're gonna sit down and record the video or the videos and uh, we have done all these steps in this very shoot right now. I'm talking over here on the Think Marketing Podcast YouTube channel, right to camera. We got the SD cards, the batteries. We got other batteries being charged at the time of shooting this. And as I mentioned, today we're gonna be shooting probably six to seven different episodes of the Think Marketing Podcast plus we're also gonna shoot some snippets for social media around some of our holiday promotions. We're gonna cover a whole bunch of different things and we're clustering it all in one day. Over to my left we've got a little clothing rack with the wardrobe changes and and this is where we've scaled to. I mean at this point we've got Kyle and Omar and Heather um, in the Think Marketing Anderson studios uh, but hey, no matter what level you're at, you I, I don't encourage you to go from zero to eight videos in one day. Maybe just try to shoot two on a Saturday morning, again, by yourself with your smartphone, following some of Omar's tips from the Think Media channel. But you gotta shoot the content. Block the time, when are you gonna shoot the content, and then press record. Now, big tip number eight, make sure to also shoot thumbnails. You know, you've put a lot of work in so far, but now that you've recorded those videos, shoot thumbnails as well. And sometimes we shoot thumbnails on entirely different days. And we like to just get different facial expressions, different uh, stances, positionings, different creative ideas for what we're gonna use for thumbnails. But if you're going to batch produce your videos, you should also batch produce your thumbnails. So you have a lot of thumbnails to pull from. The other thing that this will really benefit is it's not just the videos that you're gonna use those thumbnails for. You might use them for social media. Again, these are just photography. These are just pictures. If all you have is a smartphone, put the 10 second timer up, put it, get in some decent lighting, get a decent background and give yourself a little Dropbox folder of thumbnails of photos you can choose from for your videos, but also for your live streams. You might be sitting you know, around on some kind of a special day when you really think there's an opportunity to go live and you think, shoot, I don't have a good image of me with good lighting, or maybe it's night and it's like hard to get good lighting at that moment. If you already have a cluster, a batch of thumbnails to pull from, you'll be better for it. And then number nine, shoot B-roll, which is another word for extra footage if necessary. When I was creating videos for Think Media back in say 2015 and I again was doing it all and I had to think through all these different steps, that's why I use this checklist. That's why I want you to have this checklist because you get done spouting off on camera And now all of a sudden you're seeing stars and you haven't been actually consuming enough oxygen. You know, you're feeling a little dizzy. It's really easy to forget. Oh, shoot, I forgot to shoot thumbnails. Oh, my gosh. I forgot to even mention that point because you didn't have an outline. The other thing that you can forget is a lot of times I like to shoot the talking head portion of the video. Knowing I'm going to lay the extra footage over later, but I don't teach a little bit and then show with the B-roll and then teach a little bit and then show the extra footage, I like to lock down the shot as we have right here, deliver all the what's called A-roll, that's all the talking head portion of the video, and then have a list potentially, or even kinda look over my script or look over my points and then shoot the visuals that can enhance that A-roll. That's why it's called B-roll. If you're in editing software, Layer one, A-roll. Layer two is the B-roll clips, the extra footage video clips in your editing software that is right above the A-roll. And so for example, if I was talking about one of my favorite cameras, the Canon M50, I might go through a list of points and go through a list of tips and go through a list of uh, examples and explain everything I wanna explain in the video. Then I have a number nine, extra footage that I start thinking okay this is what the visual will be during this time when I was explaining that point and I'll get some just general cool shots of the camera on a table I'll get some actual shots of using the camera maybe from a different day this potentially could be I may get that extra footage ahead of time I may get it after and I think okay my wife Sony and I and our son, we're going to go to Town Square here in Las Vegas. Let me bring the Canon M50 with me to actually shoot some examples of it in the real world. While we're out and she's, you know, in a store shopping or doing whatever, I might put the camera on a bench in the nice sun with the cool, you know, plants and the cool like, you know, aesthetics that are happening in an area like that and get the extra footage that's going to enhance that video. Thinking ahead about my calendar. Where can I get the extra footage, the B-roll clips, and the shots that I want to enhance that video? And in some cases, I may shoot my four videos in a batch all at once on one talking head kind of shoot day and then know that over the next few days, maybe I'm going to travel, maybe I'm going to do something where I could actually capture extra footage. So what does this come back down to, my friend? Planning. Thinking ahead. Six words. Think ahead. Things through, then follow through. Spending time in planning sometimes feels boring or sometimes feels like you're not really being effective, you're not really being creative. My friend, every minute you spend in planning brings you a 1000% return on your energy. Planning this all out, getting this locked down on a Google Doc, getting this all outlined, and thinking the whole thing through is going to save you a lot of time in the long run, and help you stay consistent with your YouTube content, even when life gets busy. Which brings us to checklist tip number 10, shoot photos for social media. So these are a little bit different than say, thumbnails, although you might use those as well. Thumbnails are really optimized to be a YouTube thumbnail, whereas social media, you might think, well, when I put my new video out, What if I had a cool photo that I could use as a swipe up or a call to action on my Instagram stories? Do I have a cool shot of maybe, in our case we do tech reviews, do I have a cool shot of this microphone or this camera that's kinda more in like a lifestyle setting that I could use on my Instagram profile or on Facebook as a still image? Do I have any social media content that I wanna create to promote my YouTube video later? Once my YouTube video comes out, Have I got a few extra photos, extra video clips, anything that I might want to upload on IGTV or make an Instagram Reel? Just a thought where, again, even if you just pulled out your phone and shot some content that is for that video that's gonna come out later, now when you edit that video, post that video, optimize that video, now you've got content that is on your phone where you're just on the couch Saturday morning, you haven't taken a shower that day, chilling with the fam, but you're like, hey, the new video's out and I got a bunch of stuff on my phone that I can use now to promote that video. I can upload a cool photo on Twitter. I can you know, share on these different social media platforms which can help give you an edge because if you want your post to stand out on social media, if you want your content to stand out in a noisy world, you want it to be thoughtful content, creative content. And that can lead to more people clicking through and watching your YouTube video, more people discovering you, more people subscribing, more views. And never forget that your YouTube channel grows one view at a time, one subscriber at a time. And so consider taking social media photos for, so uh, consider shooting photos for social media as well. And so... Quick recap, here's your checklist and let me know in the comments, especially if you're watching this on YouTube, when is your next batch shoot day? When are you blocking time to edit the videos on your hard drive? When are you going to do the thing you need to do next to stay consistent with one significant post per week on your YouTube channel? Number one, Get your video right, your cameras right, your battery's right. Number two, get your audio right. Do you have your mics charged up? Are they ready to go? Number three, how's your lighting? Is your lighting set up? Number four, how can you make your set better? Is your set good to go? Number five, get your shirts ironed. It's time to get that wardrobe dialed. Do you wanna schedule a haircut before your next shoot? Whatever it is. Number six, get your videos outlined ahead of time. We use Google Docs. Number seven, shoot the video. Show up powerfully and you're gonna be so much more confident because you're that much more prepared when you get to this stage. Number eight, shoot thumbnails after you've shot your video and don't just shoot one. Get six different poses like this, seven different poses like that, and you'll be able to pull from that cluster of photos later and you'll be thankful that you shot extra options for your thumbnails. Number nine, shoot extra B-roll if needed and extra footage if needed. And number 10, shoot photos for social media so you can promote your videos later. I hope that this checklist has been helpful, apply the three strategies and the 10 checklist tips, and my friend, you're gonna be able to put out more content than ever before, and the content's gonna be better.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and you wrote down all 10 steps for creating your next YouTube video. Again, these are the steps that we still use here at Think for all of our YouTube videos, and These are the steps that I'm using when I'm solo creating content on my side channel as well. So I can let you know that these steps, if you follow them one by one by one will really help you when you are creating content for your youtube channel now if you have not rated or reviewed this podcast i want to encourage you to go over to apple itunes rate and review so that we can read your review here on the podcast and today we've got one from Spanomano. he said finally i've been making videos for a while now but even with good reviews and positive interaction i wasn't growing Now with the tips in these episodes, I have a path to take. I have a path to take to get where I want to be. Thank you so much for leaving that review and letting us know that this content is valuable for you. It means so much to us when you leave comments on YouTube or when you rate and review the podcast over on Apple. So after this episode, take a minute to go over and do that step. And if you are ready to rock your YouTube channel and you want to grow this year, then you need to sign up for our seven-day free YouTube influence challenge. This is a huge event that we throw a few times a year here at Think where you can join us for seven days for free, where we walk through our proprietary process of how to get views and subscribers and grow a highly profitable, and highly influential YouTube channel. So you wanna make sure that you register for that class at tubeinfluence.com. Once you've registered, you're gonna join our free group where you'll get instant access to the entire community of people just like you ready to grow their channel. We go live every single day for those seven days, teaching you the exact process that we teach inside of our Signature Academy Video Ranking Academy. So make sure you sign up at TubeInfluence.com for our next seven day free YouTube influence challenge. Well, I am excited. If you are a reader like me, then you want to make sure that you are here next Tuesday for our next episode, we're going to be sharing with you the five books that every YouTuber needs to read. Sean, myself, and the Think team are a group of learners. We love reading books and we've distilled this down to five books that you should be reading this year. These books are going to help you grow your channel, going to help you with your communication and ultimately help you become a better leader. So make sure you are here next Tuesday when the podcast goes live to learn the five books that we recommend that you read this year. Thanks much for watching or listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!